This Family Life News Podcast is made possible by the support of listeners like you. Next on the 5 O'Clock Report. It's not about him. I don't care. Let her run. There's no such thing as death by a thousand cuts when the cuts aren't landing on the Russians. Kids can always get on and just lie about their birth date. Bam, there's the train. He was honking his horn. Saves her life, but almost loses her own. You couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. They're going to know what it was like to give back. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. It is the eve of the South Carolina GOP presidential primary, the final sprint in Nikki Haley's home state. This is the time South Carolina can really step up and show the direction that we want our country to go in. Haley running out of time to catch Donald Trump. She's nearly 30 points behind. All he's doing is talking about himself. And that's the problem, is it's not about him. Haley says she would beat Joe Biden by 18 points. According to the latest poll, Trump dismissed it. I don't care at this point if she stays in. She's getting very few votes. Trump took the stage before the National Religious Broadcasters Association last night. It looks like she's going to lose by 25 or 30 points. That's a lot. She's governor, but I don't care. Let her run. Neither Trump nor Haley have ever lost a race in South Carolina. Voter Yvonne Ramsey lives in Charleston. When you put Nikki Haley economic record up against Donald Trump's, what do you say? I don't think she did as much for South Carolina as Trump did. President Biden fundraising on the West Coast today. Meanwhile, Biden hit Russia with hundreds of sanctions. I'm announcing more than 500 new sanctions. But pundits say you could slap 10,000 sanctions on Russia and it won't hurt them when they have the support of China and Iran. The reality is that there's no such thing as death by a thousand cuts when the cuts aren't landing on the Russians. Senator Chuck Schumer is in Ukraine. Tomorrow marks two years of the war with Russia there. He says they don't feel like we have their back. This Ukrainian commander was interviewed by NBC. Are people angry with the United States? We just don't understand how someone can say we are your support. You can count on our shoulder. We don't feel this shoulder of support. We got a visit from the Speaker of the House yesterday in upstate New York, but it didn't go so well. Mike Johnson didn't get the warmest welcome in Binghamton. And it was over this issue, Ukraine. Republican Representative Mark Molinaro says he passed their concerns to Johnson. They asked me very specifically, well, will you tell the speaker? As soon as the speaker got here, I expressed to him again, as he knew coming in, we have a robust, vibrant uh, Ukrainian community here in this part of the district. In the car ride over, I said to him, we've got to find ourselves uh, closer to commonality. Johnson says our own border has to be protected before funding foreign wars. Florida making headlines today after their state Senate passed a bill that would ban all kids under the age of 16 from social media. It's definitely, I feel like, up to the discretion of the parents, and I have no idea how they're going to control something like that because kids can always get on and just lie about their birth date anyway, so I have no idea how something like that could even be controlled. Still has to pass the House. Governor Ron DeSantis says the way it's written, he's not sure if it's constitutional. Outage outrage. AT&T says the 74,000 people that went without cell service for half a day did so because of a software update. 
lots of angry AT&T customers yesterday. Is it the end of the world? And apparently the whole country doesn't have service. Like, what's going on? I want to talk to the CEO. This woman had to shut down her restaurant because checkouts are done with her cell phone hotspot. Thursday is a big day for me. I lost a lot of money. She says she's switching carriers. Are you thinking this is crazy enough? I might switch. Oh, it's definitely a switch. Switch is definitely going to take place. The FBI, Homeland Security and the FTC investigating anyway. Theology pit against reproductive rights. Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice Tom Parker's under scrutiny today for invoking God in his court decision about in vitro fertilization. Our own Greg Gillespie has the story. Sharp media reaction for the Christian justice today. The Huff Post and New York Times calling him overtly religious and out of bounds. The Washington Post says, welcome to theocracy. West Virginia News reads, Bible-quoting Alabama chief ignites church-state debate. Alabama's chief justice had quoted Genesis in the decision and defended the sanctity of life. Justice Parker says the ruling represents the people of Alabama. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. The unmanned 14-foot Odysseus robot landed on the south pole of the moon last night, and it's already sending data back to the Earth. This scientist says the landing was no joke. It's really, really difficult to land on the moon. I mean, there's no air or to slow you down so you can't use parachutes. In 12 or 13 days, the solar panels will wear out and its mission over. The company that pulled it off has a press conference set for 5 p.m. today with updates. And an 18-year-old in Tennessee had just driven across railroad tracks when she noticed an elderly woman was having trouble trying to cross the tracks in her wheelchair. Without hesitation, Lily Baker got out and went to help. Then her simple act of kindness became something much bigger. It's a near-death experience, and I've never really been that close to death. And then all of a sudden, you know, bam, there's the train. He was honking his horn, and the lights started flashing. I was like, oh, no, we got to go now. She grabs her and gets her out of the way and, and saves her life, but almost loses her own. The train come barreling. Wild, <laughs> wild. You know, it hits home like it was that close. He told me that I was 18 inches away from getting hit by the train. I almost started crying. Lily says despite the heroic brush with death, she'd do it again. Oh yeah, definitely. Bravery comes in all shapes and sizes. You don't have to be a 6'5 guy that's muscled up to get out and do something. This is a little, small, young woman, and she done what most people wouldn't do. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, 145 lives saved in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Fish stocking season and the biggest RVs you've ever seen. I think bigger than my apartment. All of that after a check of weather with Kevin Williams. A cold front slicing through the region this evening will deliver a quick hitting shot of Arctic air and we'll feel it. So the call for tonight, mostly cloudy, an evening rain or snow shower, then snow flowers. And temperatures tumbling into the teens and low 20s. Be a little bit of lake snow later tonight into tomorrow morning southeast of Lake Ontario. Otherwise, for tomorrow, much colder with sun and clouds and a flurry. High temps only in the 20s. Sunday early, sunshine and clouding up with high temperatures near 40. Be a bit of rain and snow for some Sunday night. Milder weather returns next week. Thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. A rural Pennsylvania county may have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to the state elections board to reimburse it for legal fees after a three-year court battle over allowing outsiders to examine voting machines following claims of election fraud in 2020. 
Fulton County ordered by a special master at the Supreme Court to pay $711,000. Deadline looming. The New York legislature is poised to vote on new congressional district lines before the end of the month. Family Life's Jeremy Miller has the latest. Lawmakers have left themselves a short window to approve the lines for the 2024 elections. Petitioning for primary starts Tuesday, and the boundaries need to be in place by then. Democrats can adopt the maps approved by the Bipartisan Redistricting Commission, which largely leaves the current maps intact, or draw their own and likely start another court battle. The legislature must vote on the commission's maps under the state constitution and Republicans support adopting them, but Democratic Party leaders are expressing doubts. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. The fire chief in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, is speaking out about a blaze that displaced 145 seniors in an apartment complex last week. 19 of them were taken to the hospital. When they got to that second floor, uh, they were met with extreme heat and a fire where you couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. Chief Jay Delaney says it was one of the most difficult blazes he's responded to in his career. It started because of careless smoking on the second floor. It had opened up every single door. We couldn't take a chance. Even if we thought they were out, if there was a door that was locked, that door had to been open and we had to make sure somebody wasn't in there. Tom Haggerty was trapped on a floor above the fire. He says he's most grateful for the first responders who put their lives on the line to save his. They're my heroes. I'm here because of those guys, because they had to come and get me. We think we got the job done for them that night, and it, it's really nice for them to, to recognize that our system worked. Not a single life lost. First the farm show, then the gun show, and this week there's an RV super show at the farm complex in Harrisburg. This reporter from WNEP got a sneak peek inside one of the RVs. This thing is definitely, I think, bigger than my apartment. Hundreds of recreational vehicles are parked across one million square feet of space. Rob Lynch is president of the show, and he explains why you need to go. Anything you think about in the country, it's about freedom. It's about just getting in your vehicle and just going and having a good time on your terms, stopping on your terms, eating where you want, you know, staying over the night where you want. It's, it's just an amazing lifestyle. The show runs today through Sunday. Fridays at noon, Bob Price talks with Michael Gere on the big stories in Pennsylvania and with Jason McGuire about New York's issues. It's called Capital Connection, and we've got some of it for you right now. Let's listen in. Gentlemen, lots on our plate. Uh, let's dig right in. Jason, we'll start with you. The New York State Republican Convention uh, met in Binghamton this week. Is this the year that they could threaten that one-party rule in Albany, Jason? Well, I think the goal there is uh, really a moral victory to try to break the Democratic supermajority. And again, the governor isn't up this year, so they're really focused on state legislative seats and congressional seats across the Empire State. Got that one uh, U.S. Senate race against Kirsten Gillibrand as well. Do you expect that race being competitive at all this year? Well, it remains to be seen. Uh, the gentleman who is the uh, front runner now is uh, Amanda Sapricone, and it looks like he's going to be a fighter. And so if he emerges victorious on both sides, Republican and conservative, the United ticket, I think he does intend to take the fight to Senator Gillibrand. Jason, this is the first time we've had a chance to talk since the Independent Redistricting Commission came out with the new look congressional map? Well, I think the map doesn't have a lot of change from what was originally proposed, and that's probably going to be problematic uh, for the state legislature. I think they may very well reject these votes uh, next week on these maps, they may reject the vote, and then I think we're going to be really behind the eight ball, and it's going to be a fight to see what maps come out in the future.
Jason McGuire of New Yorkers with Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gere of the Pennsylvania Family Institute. You can hear more of this feature by hopping online at familylife.org slash news podcasts. Time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are mixed today to end the trading week. AI fueled NVIDIA lifted other tech stocks and overall markets with NVIDIA nearing $2 trillion in market cap yesterday as its trades went up 16% yesterday. Both the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average broke their own all-time highs. Thursday was an historic moment as the U.S. private space company Intuitive Machines became the first to land on the moon since the 1972 Apollo program. A successful landing is key for NASA as it outsources more work to private companies to carry out its payload missions. More than two years after Reddit submitted a registration to go public, the social media platform has filed its IPO prospectus with the SEC and is expected to debut on the New York Stock Exchange sometime next month. AT&T users experienced a widespread outage yesterday from what the company said was due to an incorrect application and execution of a process, not a cybersecurity issue. Carvana shares spiking more than 30% after releasing earnings, showing their first-ever profit. S&P 500 sector gains coming from utilities and IT, losses from energy and consumer discretionary, crude oil closing above $76 a barrel. The Dow rose 62 points. The Nasdaq lost 40 the S&P 500 up one point. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com. If you're investing for the long term, you can't afford to be short-sighted. Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. Investing involves giving up access to some of your money now in hopes of a bigger payoff later. I'm not talking about getting rich quick, but about steadily building wealth over decades. Typically, that requires setting aside money from every paycheck, month after month, year after year. Money set aside regularly, combined with the power of compound interest, will make a big difference in your later years. If you spend everything you have now and don't put money aside for the future, you'll likely regret it. Proverbs 21.20 says, There is desirable treasure in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man squanders it. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the FaithFi community. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance, in your app store or visit faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, what is the longest domino train that you've ever made? How about making one with 2,700 cereal boxes? It actually happened in North Carolina and for good cause. We've got the story after weather with Kevin Williams. Temperatures are tumbling and Arctic air is gushing into the region now. It's not going to last. By next week, temperatures will be on the upswing once again for a couple, three days. But in the short term, turning sharply colder. We're going to have a cloudiness. You'll have some moonshine, but also some lake flurries around. Temperatures tumbling into the teens near 20. It'll be cold day on Saturday. A bit of lake snow to start today, southeast of Lake Ontario. Otherwise, a mix of sun and clouds and a stray flurry. High temps in the 20s. Sunday, early sunshine. The clouding up. Chance of a little late-day rain or snow, especially western New York. High temperatures Sunday, 30s and low 40s. All we need to hear is it's not going to last. Finally, at five, serial philanthropy. Kids at Clemens Elementary School in North Carolina collected 2,777 boxes of cereal for a local food pantry. Then they set them up like dominoes through every school hallway and knocked them down before donation. 
Farah O'Byrne runs the PTA. The kids hauling cereal through the school every day was incredible. The pantry now has so many cereal boxes, they had to stack the overflow against the walls. Every family that comes for the next three months is guaranteed some breakfast. O'Byrne says the greater message, though, is what it planted in those kids to give. I think all of the children through their excitement, they're, they're going to remember this and they're going to know what it was like to give back. And that's the world that we live in for Friday, the 23rd of February. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Thank you for listening to this Family Life News Podcast. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, please share it with others and click the subscribe button to automatically receive future episodes. Family Life is a listener-supported ministry. Podcasts like this are made possible by your financial partnership. Find out more at familylife.org.